everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. It's Kat. And I want to welcome you to this episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. How are you? I This episode, Matt, is uh, bittersweet to me as we, um, before we even get into it, I have such, you know, feelings. It's such an emotional topic because I think... So many people love the music of Leonard Skinner, but it's um, it's always in the back of your mind of the the plane crash, right? It's oh, one yeah. of those sure. one of those dates that, like, you know, where were you on? It's that kind of thing, and um, we are so fortunate that our guest today. Um, is a survivor of that plane crash. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, when was it? It was like October of 77, wasn't it? Yes, October 20th. So it's, you know, just a few days away, actually. And um, that makes it even more special that we're going to be able to talk to Artemis Pyle, who uh, was the drummer during the, the time when the, the plane crash occurred. Yeah, he's got a pretty uh, interesting story um, about, you know, what happened. Uh, and I, I know in the, there's a documentary or a biopic or something out about the, you know, Leonard Skinner and the plane crash and all that stuff. Yeah, so um, Artemis actually... Um, he has Street Survivor, which is, you know, also a reference to Leonard Skinner. But um, it's out now, and um, it tells the um, events that happened leading up to the plane crash. And, you know, even um, it, it kind of ends with uh, after the plane has crashed, um, Artemis is actually... You know, he survives, and he's the one that goes to get help. So, um, he really has an amazing backstory. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope we'll be able to uh, get some of that and get his impressions of, you know, um, what, like, how he remembers things, you know, like Ronnie and... Uh, the others who passed away all these years later. I mean, 77, what's, how did that work out? 45, this is the 45th year. Oh, wow. Jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, it doesn't seem possible in some ways that it could be 45 years, but um, it, it is. And he's, so he's gone on, um, you know, Leonard Skinner will never be, of course, the same group. Um, you can't lose Ronnie and, you know, 
Yeah, his brother Johnny took over, and then there's been lots of lineup changes and stuff, and tours, and farewell tours, and, you know, comeback tours, and there's just been a lot of, a lot of stuff over the years since the plane crash, and, uh, um, I know Artemis, he joined the band in 75, so, or 74, I think, I don't remember which, but, um, uh, so he was only in the band a few years before the crash, uh, and he and one of the others, uh, was it Gary Rossington, I think? Um, yeah, he's, yes, he's, he's the one, he's the only other one, uh, yes, he, he's the other survivor, right, um, mem- yes. of, of the pre-plane crash, right, and, so Artemis has put together, he has his own band now, Artemis Pile Band, and um, they tour, they do uh, Leonard Skinner, a lot of songs from Leonard Skinner, mm-hmm. to um, kind of keep the music alive, I feel like. Um, it's been covered, you know, by so many people, uh, the music is just legendary, really. Yeah, um, there's the, like, the one that always sticks out in my mind is, um, the Shinedown version of Simple Man. Um, Yes. So good. I mean. Be curious to see, uh, how Artemis feels about, um, cover bands, and, um, maybe you could specifically ask about that song and that cover. I will do that. Yeah, so, um, do you have a favorite Leonard Skinner song? Well, you know, I mean, it, as cliche as it is, I mean, Freebird is always a favorite. I just love that, like, you know, middle part of the song where Ronnie stops singing and then the guitars kind of come in and stuff. That's always a, you know, pretty cool moment. Um, and then, the, you know, it's nine minutes long and basically five minutes of it is a one long guitar solo so um and then you know then there's others like simple man is is a good song um that smell uh you know there's just a a bunch of them that i really like do you know artemis um he co-wrote that smell really yes i did not know that he did um i i don't think that there's actually credit on there as the writer, but um, he, I did hear um, in an interview that he helped to uh, to write that song. So, you know, that's very cool that you mentioned that one. And we have him as our guest today. We're so lucky, really, um, to be able, he's very busy and uh, it, it means a lot to us that he was you know, willing to take some time to be our guest. Yeah, it's so strange. I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm thankful that he's on and stuff. Um, it's pretty cool to be able to talk to him. And it's so strange. Like, you know, I grew up listening to Skinner all the time. I mean, um, you know, they had that double live album out. And uh, I listened to that, like, nonstop for I don't know how long. And, um, you know, just, like, it's so I don't know what the word is it's like you never like you hear this stuff for so long and it's like you know you don't think like well maybe someday I'll be able to talk to that person or whatever but um 
And then when you do, it's like, wow. (laughs) So I think we have to tell the backstory of, you know, how it all fell into place. But it's so bizarre, our backstory of how we got Artemis, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. I I know you worked hard to make that happen. And and not to make light of, you know, this whole um, episode, because as I said, you know, it's bittersweet. But this is kind of a funny moment that led up to us getting him. so Matt and I were sitting in the van and, um, you know, trying to figure out, like Matt was trying to figure out where a certain place was that we had uh, picked up a car or something. And so, you know, he's naming off places because he's not really just, that familiar. Just, with the area. Just, at, just as an aside, we were not picking up a car as in stealing it. We were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually dropping off a car. <laughs> yes, and then picking it back. <laughs> right, later on, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he was trying to figure out, like, uh, in reference to what I was talking about, like, you know, where the place was. And I was like, oh, Artemis. And then I'm like, but, you know, uh, some people might say Artemis, but, you know, here it's Artemis. And. Then I'd be like, you know, like Art, Artemis Pyle, wouldn't that be funny? And, you know, so then um, Matt was telling me that Artemis um, got shot uh, after the plane crashed. And he was like all bloody and, you know, beat up and torn up as you would be if you just survived a plane crash. And he's going to get help. And this is in a rural area. So, he, you know, he goes all this way through swamps and everything. And he finally sees a home. And, you know, the person thinks he's like, you know, because he's from a rock and roll band. And, you know, so he looks like. Yeah, it looks uh, like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he thinks he's like, you know, somebody onto the property, probably intoxicated and with no good intentions. So he shoots Artemis. So Matt, Matt told me that. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> like, what kind of backstory? Like, you survive a plane crash and then you get shot? I mean, how could you top that backstory? Right. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> That got my mind thinking, you know, I told Matt, I was like, I wonder if we could find Artemis. Um, that would be such a great episode to hear that backstory. So, um, you know, that is how this episode came to be. And I, it's, I just will always like that story because it, it happens with us so often that we'll just be, you know, randomly goofing off about things and then something really cool comes from it yeah some good uh you know some good idea comes out of some silly thing that we might be talking about (laughs) artemis yeah Yeah. you know maybe they'll like rename artemis um artemis someday maybe yeah you never know yeah let's see if we can get that going Yeah, I, for some reason I thought Artemis was like way out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, uh, you did point out to me that it was pretty close to Barberville. 
Yeah, you know, it's just relatively close. It's definitely not like uh, what Artemis had to go through to um, get help. Yeah. After the plane crash. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, another thing about this plane crash is that uh, it almost was Aerosmith. Yeah, I had heard some, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's a real thing or if that's like, le- you know, sort of like urban <laughs> legend. It really is true because um, they went to inspect the plane and um, they had since red flags about it because uh, the pilots, I, I believe, uh, were drinking when they went to inspect the plane and there were just a lot of things that like, you know, made them say we are definitely not going to take this plane. Hmm. Well, there. I mean. I, you I, know, I mean, lucky for them that that happened, and then yeah. you know, very unlucky uh, that it did happen to anyone. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like one of those weird fate thing, twists of fate things, and you know, um, certainly, uh, it's certainly an infamous story in rock history. Um, you know, just the whole thing about the plane crash and Ronnie and the others passing away and then, uh, you know, the, all the things that happened afterwards and stuff. So, um, you know, Leonard Skinner is a pretty iconic band and, uh, you know, like it seems like they're still out there. Well, you know what I mean? Like they're... Like, the music is still relevant, and it, you hear it on the radio all the time and stuff, and, like, now there's all these, like, on YouTube, there's, like, all these reaction uh, channels, people reacting to songs and stuff, and uh, I've seen, like, there was a concert out in Oakland, I think, in California, um, and, like, it's a live version of Freebird, and, uh, you know, all these pe- different people are reacting to watching that video and seeing, you know, and listening to Freebird for the first time and stuff. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Are they emotional? Like, is it? Uh, a lot of them are like, I guess they're not really expecting what they hear. I mean, you know, the song is, you know, it starts out kind of slow and it sort of builds up and, you know, um, uh, and they're not really expecting what they hear at the end. Um, so. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just thinking, like, the lyrics are so, like, almost foreshadowing, if you think about it. Um, if I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's certain parts of it that are, uh, like that. When I was in high school, um, <laughs> My very brief time in high school, um, there was a, a, a car crash uh, where five, I think it was five students passed away. Um, wow. Yeah, they hit a, hit a tree and, you know, um, and uh, they say that like Freebird was playing on the radio and all that, but who knows if it was or not. But, uh, you know, it's it like, it's, it's like part of the fabric of, you know, things that I remember, 
Um, so it's kind of kind of always had a, a I don't know what the word is like you know I just remember a lot of different things about Skinner and you know it brings back a lot of memories of things that I did and people that I hung out with and um, you know so definitely uh, pretty cool well, I, I just feel so fortunate, um, the fortunate one. I feel so fortunate to um, be able to interview a piece of rock history. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, really, for, you think about it. Yeah. Like 45 years from now, if, you, you know, if you've been a band and 45 years from now, people are still... Uh, playing your songs and listening to your songs and know your songs like generations i mean that is a piece of rock history oh yeah for sure i mean they certainly have longevity um yeah it's uh it'll be an interesting interview um i can't wait um and i love the name artemis too so were you, were you a leonard skinner fan i mean well i was uh my brother in particular um, played a lot of it you know I of course am an Aerosmith fan um, <laughs> but you know that doesn't mean like I I know like all kinds of Leonard Skinner songs too yeah is um, so it just it's always been and then when I was teaching you know like students it, year after year there would be you know the Leonard Skinner um fan students so the music to me is just like carried on pretty much just throughout my whole life and never did i ever imagine that we'd be interviewing a member of leonard skinner yeah and yeah, it's, it's kind of like I, I was saying before it's just like so surreal i mean but you know it's cool um to get a chance to talk to him for a few minutes um and get his impressions on things. Um, certainly, uh, certainly an honor. And I, he made like a very big effort for this interview because his schedule is so uh, so busy. And uh, he made a, a a little special amount of time to talk with us. You know, we we have seventeen minutes. Um, <laughs> But that's okay. I mean, you know, I would have taken three minutes. Anything that he was willing to give us, um, I, I so am appreciative of that. So, oh yeah, for yep. sure. And just you know, I'm I'm just like I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm kind of like a little in awe of being able to talk to someone of his. You know, uh, like I mean, he's well. I mean, we're going to be in trouble if we like are like this. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. We're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, Matt, we got to like get it together here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll just get to the episode and, uh, you know, see what happens. But yeah, it's an honor to have him on, on the podcast for sure. All right. He's not our teamist, but let's uh, talk to Artemis Pyle. All right, here we go.
Artemis, I want to welcome you to Backstory Sessions, and I can truly say it is an honor to have you as our guest today. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, it's an honor to be talking to Kentucky. Yeah, so you were born in Kentucky, right? <clears throat> uh, I was born in Louisville, um, uh, on Eastern Parkway at St. Joseph Hospital in 1948. Wow, and um, did you grow up in Louisville? Did you stay in Kentucky? or? Well, you know, family there. I went back and forth to Tennessee. My father was a builder, and we just went wherever the building boom uh, led us. And uh, it eventually we ended up in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and then Dad said, this is as far north as we're going to go. <laughs> because, you know, there was a big building boom in the 50s, and we followed it kind of north. And, I'm, you know, I was just a little kid. I had to go with my family. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I love uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. Um, but, you know, be, being born from in, in Kentucky, I... Uh, the, the guy that you mentioned a while ago, um, Ernie from the uh, the Vet Jam, he actually um, uh, nominated me uh, to be a Kentucky Colonel, and oh. um, I got a, a certificate signed by the governor Andy Bashir, making me a, uh, a Kentucky Colonel. So I, was, I I loved it. You know, I love being a Kentucky Colonel. Yes, that is a uh, quite an honor to be named that. So uh, I'm glad that you mentioned Ernie and Vet Jam because that I believe was in Glasgow. Correct. Yeah, we we yeah. Yeah, to help um, raise money for um, the flood relief in Eastern Kentucky, um, and I understand that was quite successful. Uh, it was. There were some great bands and a lot of veterans showed out um you know to to support it and uh um ernie we did it on his farm and uh the amish actually built the stage and uh so it was a, a beautifully built you know stage area and uh overlooking the farm and uh i'm not sure how much money uh that that was raised that day but you know every little bit helps and, um, you know, my father went to Eastern Kentucky State Teachers College uh, when he got out of the Marines uh, in, uh, in World War II. He was uh, up there. And every time, I, you know, when I went up there to Glasgow, I just it just uh, I live in North Carolina now. But when I'm in Kentucky, it just feels so good to be in my home state. And um, I. I do things with the Marines up there with Brigadier General uh, J.D. Uh, Humble. Um, we raise money for Marines. And um, my band, we just played last Friday night in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and uh, it's called Wishes for Our Heroes. And... Um, it was we raised enough money to buy a young veteran a uh, a new car his car had blown up and he had a a young family and a young wife and you know there was just a, a young couple and uh and their car blew up and we were able to give him a brand new four-door uh family sedan what was it was a kia a brand new kia Aww. 
So using the music of Ronnie Van Zant, you know, the, 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 my lead singer for Leonard Skinner that we lost 45 years ago um, yeah. in, in Mississippi in that plane crash, his, the power of his music still lives on because we use it to raise money for children or cancer or veterans or firefighters, whoever needs a, a little help. And um, that's when it really makes it worthwhile to to play and, and do shows when you're helping other people. So, you know, I, I enjoyed uh, the Vet Jam over there in Glasgow, and it was supposed to rain that day, um, but somehow, uh, you know, all the bands got to play, and it stayed, I think it sprinkled a couple of times, uh, but nothing, it wasn't a washout at all, just a little bit of sprinkle, and uh, so we were... Uh, we were being watched over, I believe. <laughs> yeah, oh, it sounds like it, um, and kind of ironic since you're raising money for the floods. That um, it's great that the rain held off, so that you could continue with that. Um, you mentioned the plane crash, and I know it, this is 45 years, and actually will be coming up very soon. That it's um, the actual month and day. Um, do you think uh, Ronnie is living on through these performances that you're doing and the music? And 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 you, do I think Ronnie is like his spirit? Do you think he would be pleased to know that you have continued with his music? And um, you know, so in a way, it's like generations still get to hear him and learn about him and and the things that he wrote. Um, through you continuing to perform those songs absolutely i absolutely do um um that the the music lives on and i i know it does and i think that that ronnie would be very pleased i mean you know when when forrest gump came out and ronnie had you know sweet home alabama and freebird the band got those two songs in one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, You know, I, I I could feel, you know, Ronnie just being pleased. And um, my band APB, um, we've been together for, you know, at least uh, 12 years now. And we play Leonard Skinner music better than any band in the world. And of course at 74 years old, I drive it like I'm 34 (laughs) <laughs> uh, because there's only one way to play that music, and you gotta, you gotta lay into it. And I'm 74, and all my band members are in their 50s, and they grew up with the music, and they play it with honor and respect, and accurate, you know, accuracy. And um, so I'm very proud of them. And we've been in the studio for the last couple of years, laying down classic Skinner tracks, and the, um, we have about 15 approximately in the can you know, that are, that are recorded and we're inviting other artists to come in and sing the songs in, in honor of Ronnie Van Zant. Uh, so that we don't have a working title, but I just say that it's an album in honor of Ronnie, his music and his band. And I feel very lucky, you know, to be included in that band um, as, as the drummer. And there's only Gary Rossington and I left and Gary and I were able to play together um, on Freebird, 
uh, on the uh, the tribute album that we're doing, and uh, we brought in Sammy Hagar sings uh, Simple Man, and uh, we you know we've offered a song to Winona Judd if she has the time because we know her heart is broken, and we thought we would offer that to her. The the best way to deal with grief is just to stay busy, and she's very busy. But we we asked her if she wanted to sing one. Um, we have Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. He's singing Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, Warren Haynes from Government Mule and uh, Almond Brothers. He's singing Saturday Night Special. Um, we we have I, and these are all tracks that I've heard. Um, our producer is Kent Wells, and Kent is Dolly Parton's producer, and uh, Kent has produced Dolly and Reba. Uh, he is an amazing producer, <clears throat> and uh, he's gotten me the best drum sound, you know, I've ever had. And um, the album's gonna—we're just kind of putting a little bit of a modern shine on all of the songs with all of these guest artists. I mean, Sammy Hagar sings Simple Man and he just, he put his whole heart and soul into it because it's for Ronnie, you know? And uh, and he was friends with Ronnie back in the days um, when he was in the band Montrose. So we're offering iconic uh, singers. Uh, we have a wish list. We don't have a release date. I'm not being coy. I would tell you if I knew. Oh, um, yeah, I'm gonna ask but, like when can we hear, get this? <laughs> this sounds amazing. It's gonna be it's gonna be incredible, and um, so the, the the I can't reveal who's singing Freebird. All I can say is that she played the track for me about two months ago in Nashville, sitting at the uh, control board, and she. She said, "I, you know, Artemis, I want you to hear, you know, my my vocal track on on this on Freebird," and I sat there and cried like a baby. I mean, as soon as wow. the, the the vocal came in, so again, I'm not being coy. I'm just not uh, at liberty to release all of that information, but you will find out very soon, and when you do, you're going to love it, and it's going to make the hair stand up on your arms. Um, wow. Can't wait. Um, it's, and also on Freebird, um, the guy that wrote the original song and played, there's only two of us from Skinner left, Gary Rossington and myself. And, and Gary was able to put his iconic slide solo, you know, on, on the track. So um, it does like the recording like as you as you're hearing these tracks um will you be incorporating music like on the day of the you know of the plane crash like on each year after is there some way that you um remember or pay respects on that day well um kathy um they they that's that's what they call you, right, Kathy? Yes, or cat, either one. I like cat. Um, okay. <clears throat> well, see, every time I play, I, I have a show today, and when I play these songs, I think about my band members. I see them kind of, you know, it's not morbid, it's not 
It's not, you know, creepy or anything like that. I just think about them when I'm playing the music and I feel the spirit and the energy. And, you know, I get a, I get emotional sometimes right in the middle of a show. I never know when it's going to hit me. Sure. Uh, but I, I think about the plane crash every single day. And, and, um, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's with me. And it, it's something everybody goes through tragedies that stick with you and you think about it but for for 40 over 40 years you know i was sad and i i decided on the 40th year that i was no longer going to you know think about you, you know i used to think about the day of the plane crash and then i think about the day before and where was i three days and where was I, a week out and then like it got to be where i was reliving the plane crash two weeks away from the actual plane crash date Wow. And and I decided, you know, um, that uh, I was going to stop being sad and and celebrate um, the life of the music, because Ronnie would be so proud that this music is still used to raise money for all the right reasons, and it makes people happy, and people come together, you know, and get married and bury their friends to Freebird and have you know uh, the high school. Uh, you know, theme is like uh, be a simple man, and that still happens. And I talk to people every day, you know, that tell me about what the songs mean to them. And um, so the the music certainly lives on. And I I just feel like, you know, um, now we all live, we all die. It's how you live your life. And Ronnie had an amazing one, and and you know his songs will live. Um, you know, realistically, uh, what is what is forever? But but you know, I I think Ronnie's songs will live forever. Um, what because something that was good back then, you know, is good now. What you know, Led Zeppelin was good back then. It's good now, and uh, and it will always be. So you know, I I do live it as you say, Kathy, and and I I'm sure Matt, you feel the same way about oh yeah about music certain songs when you hear them it just puts a smile on your face and you know yeah for sure um, we did that movie about the plane crash called Street Survivors the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash I um, have that it's very amazing too. It's, it's it's an intense movie it's not for children It's it's got nudity and bad language and drugs and alcohol but it depicts kind of what what happened and you know, I would have loved to have seen all my friends uh, live long enough to get over drugs and alcohol because, you know, a lot of people uh, have grief counseling if they have a plane crash or something traumatic in their life. These days, there's grief counseling available. <clears throat> Back then, the only grief counseling available was pretty much drugs and alcohol. Mm. And I saw it take a lot of my friends. It, 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 it took them. and um, But... You know, I've I've survived, and so I have one job to do, and that's be the drummer of Leonard Skinner, meet people, listen to the music, you know, and do whatever I can to to keep the spirit alive, and um, and it's out there. Believe me, Matt, uh, yeah. Kathy, the spirit of Leonard Skinner is out there, and I feel it. You know, you, you were asking Kathy about do I feel the spirit, and I I, I do, and it. You know, I lived in Jerusalem, Israel, in the castle of King David on Mount Zion for three years. And 
you know, I didn't hear voices or, you know, see apparitions or anything like that, but I, I could feel the energy of the spirit of life. And, and I feel that spirit of life every time I, I play, every time I get behind my drums and do a two hour show and then end with Freebird, I, I feel, you know, the, the power of the music to raise money for, as I said, kids or cancer or the police force or, you know, anybody yeah. that needs a, a, a bump, you know? What a legacy. Matt, I know you had one quick question. Um, yeah, I was just curious, uh, you know, like I was looking on YouTube and there's a ton of really, really good covers of Skinner songs and stuff. And uh, I was wondering how you felt about that. What different bands doing a cover? Of, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I, I know Shine Down did one, uh, Simple Man, and that was really good. And there's a bunch of others out there. I was just curious how you see that. Like, is it, you know? Well, I'll, it's, it's, it's very. Uh, I, I think I can speak for Ronnie. You know, he wrote those songs, mm -hmm. and um, and and I, I, all I can feel is that he would be so honored that people were moved, you know, by a song such as Simple Man and Right. You know, because it does have powerful words and uh if I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me, Freebird, you know? Right. That that's that's what that's what remembering people is. Yeah. You know, uh keeping their spirit alive. So uh, I all I can say is anybody that wants to uh, cover a Skinnerd song, um you you got good taste and, and <laughs> And, and I'm sure the band is, uh, I can speak for the band. I, you know, they're, they're honored okay. that people remember them, you know, Fair it's enough. an honor. Fair enough. Uh, we don't want to keep you. We know you have to go and we really appreciate you coming by to talk to us and we hope to do it again. Uh, if you're we love after the album comes out with all the different artists and songs, we'd love to get your perspective then and talk again. But this is uh, so special to us. Well, listen, please do. You got my number. When the album comes out, I need to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what you guys think about, you know, because I've kind of, you know, given some clues and, and everything, and I'm not, you know, uh, um, I don't have a permission to reveal everything, but I've given you some information, and when the album does come out, I, th I think you'll see that it, it sounds modern and um, and, and, and it sounds, uh, oh, what's the word? Relevant. I think it's still relevant. Yeah. And um, so, you know, please let me know, you know, what what you think. And, yeah. and where are you guys located? Uh, in Kentucky. Yeah. And and what 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 is the name of the little town? Oh, she's in she's in Barberville, and I'm just below Lexington in Berea. Oh man, that is such a beautiful country. Yeah. We played over there. Um, uh, one of my other bands with my sons. We played where um, you know Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> right, right, right down there. And you know, I went to Tennessee Tech University, and we used to come through there when, following the building boom north in the fifties. My father's an architect and a builder. Mm -hmm. um, he was killed in a mid-air plane collision in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. When I was uh, just made sergeant in the uh, Marines, and the dream was for me to fly, 
uh, jets for the Marines. I've been accepted to OCS, but after dad was killed, I, I kind of lost my spirit on, uh, yeah. I still, you know, flew a lot. I've been in three airplane crashes, but I still flew. Uh, but the dream changed, and I went from being a a pilot in the Marines to a drummer in a rock band called Leonard <laughs> Skinner. <laughs> life life throws you some curves sometimes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so, well, thanks for, for uh, the time today and promoting our street survivors movie and the soundtrack that i did with my children uh, my sons and and uh, my band um we, we released it during pandemic mm-hmm. it's difficult to release a movie and a soundtrack anyway and then you know even we kind of got passed over and for some of the uh like a grammy wow. um, but i'm not going to complain that we didn't get enough airtime when so many people suffered all over the world sure during pandemic but we have this new album coming out. I wish I could give you a working title, but we we don't have one. So <laughs> it will it will all be revealed. And thank you for helping us um, keep the spirit alive. All right, come back anytime, Artemis. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, Matt. Thank you, Kathy. Goodbye. And listen, if we're ever playing in your area, come see us. We'll roll out the red carpet. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.